Welcome to the Indie Comics section. Join us as we take you through the pages of some of the best stories and art available in comics. We'll talk to creators, hear about their inspiration and creative process, and then we'll read their comic and discuss it together. We hope you'll join us on this journey into some incredible comics and find some new favorites along the way. Are we ever truly ready to talk about the most amazing comics of all time? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome to Indie Comics. This is your host, Maddie, and I've got... You have Jeff. And you've got Tyler. I like how, I mean, nobody can see this except for maybe us, <laughs> but Jeff was just looking straight out, like, off into the the oblivion, just saying, this is Jeff, <laughs> and was, like, not missing a beat, and it, it was, that was perfect. He's ready Good to job. go. He's the talent. He's, <laughs> he's the talent here. And I'm just... And Tyler I'm, is I'm also unprofessional. here. I'm just like, I have to be like, okay, hold, hold hand, say your name. <laughs> you know who is amazing? Who? Our guest today on Indie Comics. Wow. Um... <laughs> Very nice. We're we professional. Have a very, very cool comic to talk about. It's called Crowded. Um, it's by Chris Sabella. I probably pronounced it wrong again. I'm terrible with names, which is hilarious because no, my name is terrible. I did? Okay. I you did it. Nailed it. Chris, would you like to share a little bit about yourself? Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, what's up? I write comic books and um, I have a cool dog. Oh. Um, what's your dog's I live name? In Portland, Oregon. Oh, that's, thank you so much for walking down here. We really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> weather's nice. Yeah. What's your dog's name? Zola. Oh, that's a good name. That is a good name. I like that name. What got you into comics originally? It was a kid at summer camp. His name was Colin, uh, and he was like the weird kid at summer camp. He always wore uh, safari clothes. Yes. Um, <laughs> Okay, seriously, stop outing me. <laughs> that was actually Tyler's name uh, before was, he changed it. He, he just used to bring comics. Uh, it was it was like a it was like a day camp. So like you went home at the end of the day, but like he would bring different comics every day. Hmm. And on the bus, like I started borrowing them from him. Um, and then when I went back to school uh, that fall, I, I found out there was a comic book shop like a block and a half away from my grade school. So. Uh, I started spending my allowance there instead of uh, at the arcade. So, oh wow, that's awesome! Money well spent. <laughs> do you remember? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember what comic uh, you borrowed from him first? Like what initially got you intrigued and interested in the entire like I guess industry? Um, no, I think uh, I mean I distinctly remember. So I grew up in Chicago and I was a latchkey kid, so I started taking the train. Oh, okay. Um, pretty early on on my own and before. I guess this was before the direct market. Uh, the newsstand at my train station used to sell – they had a big rack of comics that they would sell. Mm. Um, so I remember buying a G.I. Joe because uh, I was super into G.I. Joe back then. And so that's that's what like started me on it was like, oh, OK. I understand G.I. Joe. So that was a good uh, – like – gateway drug <laughs> that gi joe i mean he'll really take you places yeah he he really has <laughs> and knowing is half the battle yeah it is what made you want to take the step into like creating your own comics um i kind of just uh I, I i mostly i didn't know what else i was gonna do with my life <laughs> um honestly like i had been freelancing by accident, I'd gotten fired from my last day job and I sort of 
backed into a graphic design freelancing lifestyle for a couple of years, but that was all falling apart. And I, I knew I just like hated jobs. I mean, I just hated bosses. I hated, you know, um, I, I was never more productive than when I finally went to work for myself. So I just didn't know how I was going to hack it. So I was like, well, the only thing I know that I can do well is write. So I might as well take a shot at trying to make that happen before I completely give up. Um, and then it somehow worked. So that's awesome. Wait, yeah. wait, so you did, you said you did art as well, or you just write? No, just graphic design. Okay. Like I, I can't draw. I can rearrange stuff yeah. so that it's pleasant. But, uh, <laughs> Which actually I is can't. a great compliment yeah, to a absolutely. comics writer. Cause then you kind of understand the page and how things yeah. might fit together. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Do you think that that actually does help you with, you know, with the whole landscape of comics with panels and stuff? Do you think that that kind of like gives you a little bit upper advantage? I wish, I wish it did, <laughs> but no, it's always just like, you know, because every different, you know, every artist is different. So it's, you're just starting over from scratch every time you, you start up with a new team. Cause you have to figure out, you know, how they like to work. And, uh, so no, like it's <laughs> helped me cause I, I tend to de do design on my books myself. So it saves me from having to hire somebody. That's cool. What what got you kind of into the industry then? What what was your kind of big break? Uh, high crimes, uh, oh. which uh, yeah, the trade of that is coming out uh, later this month. Um, but it's a book that Ibrahim Mustafa and I we started doing through this uh, comicsology only imprint called Monkey Brain Comics. Oh, we know <clears> Monkey Brain, yeah. I mean, so, cool. yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we kind of did it for, you know, no money except <laughs> for, you know, whatever money we raised from sales, which wasn't a ton because all our issues were a dollar. <laughs> so but it, it, it got us the right kind of exposure, like the right people read it. Um, and then suddenly we were like getting offers for work uh, for the first time. So. Awesome. So yeah, that's the one that really like like broke me in, uh, and I've been trying desperately to stay in ever since. <laughs> and what inspired you to create Crowded in particular? Um, I don't, I don't know. I I, I remember I just had the idea like uh, on a on a smoke break. Um, <laughs> it was yeah. like I. I had been slaving over the computer for several hours and I got up and walked outside and I just sort of had the idea of like the easiest way to sort of get rid of the most powerful people in the world who are kind of wrecking everybody's lives is if everybody like kicked in five bucks um, to hire somebody to go kill those people. And and then I had, and then it took like a couple of years later, but until I actually figured out Charlie and Vita and the whole actual story, instead of just like, well, this is a cool hook. <laughs> What's well, kind yeah. of, if you want to share kind of your elevator pitch for the comic, a lot of people are listening, you know, who haven't read it yet and who are interested in kind of figuring out which comics they, they might want to pick up. Um, how would you kind of describe Crowded in a couple of sentences? Um, so it takes place as I, define it 10 minutes in the future 
but it's a world where everybody kind of works several different jobs and job shares and apps. Um, and one of the apps out there is called Reaper and it's basically hmm. Kickstarter for assassinations. So, uh, it's been used against like high government officials, but it's now it's down the street level. So if somebody pisses you off and you want them dead, you can start open a campaign on them. And as long as like someone else kicks in money and somebody is like, well, I'll murder somebody for that amount of money. Uh, then <laughs> you're in. You're all set. Yeah. Um, so our story is about this woman, uh, Charlie Ellison, who wakes up one morning she has a campaign open on her, and it's already hit a million dollars, and she has no idea why. And so she hires a bodyguard off this Uber for bodyguard apps uh, called Vita, and uh, Vita's like the lowest-rated bodyguard on there. <laughs> and so Vita has to keep Charlie alive for the next 30 days while they Charlie tries to figure out like who wants her dead. What, Which, uh, if that doesn't make you want to read it, guys. Yeah, exactly. Come on. When you pitch the comic, like how, how much is the comic in your um, – how much did it turn out to be what you envisioned at the beginning like and, and the end product? Do they have to change? Do they have any concerns about something kind of like that? That, that it's a really, really cool and violent like, you know, <laughs> you know, um, story. But uh, how, how much is the end product um, compared to like what it was when you first conceived it? Um, I think when I first conceived it, it was a lot darker. Um, most of my stuff like starts with these, with a premise that's like, well, that's kind of a bummer. Um, <laughs> and then trying to figure out a way to make it not that way. Uh, I, with crowded, like a lot of it was because of Roe and Ted. Like when I saw the way they were drawing the characters and they drew those first couple pages, like I just you know, like it was like, oh, this is a comedy. Like this isn't, I mean, like we definitely have dark moments, but we're sure. not, you know, just bleak nonstop. Like this is a buddy comedy <laughs> for all intents and purposes. <laughs> it's just in a really screwed up world. Yeah, totally. All right. What do you love most about the comic specifically? Uh, boy. Uh... <laughs> it's definitely more than one thing. I take it. What's your favorite feature about your child? <laughs> I mean, I, I think it just looks gorgeous. Like, yeah. um, I think Ro and Ted are like, I, they're just doing like amazing work and like whatever I hand them, they, they just like destroy it. And like when we started working together, they were like, Hey, do you mind if we add three panels to this page? And I was like, God, no, that that's. <laughs> I have dreams about artists asking me stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I, I just think it's like one of the best looking books I've ever been associated with. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. The whole team is just like, we've, we've kind of, you know, we've Voltron together. This really great team. Um, and everybody's like totally on top of their game. Like Triona Farrell is like, so good at colors and like she's working on like six different things and all of them look amazing and uh yeah i don't know it's like my first time working with my friend juliet as an editor um and she's been invaluable to like helping me figure out what this book is so 
Um, Shout out yeah, to Julia, who was one of my college friends and worked at my local comic book shop in Berkeley, California. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. She's amazing. Yeah, she's the one who <laughs> she introduced me to Ted and Roe. So, you know, the book literally would not be would not exist if it weren't for her. So um, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I love everything about it. I, I even like the writing. which I <laughs> It's pretty all right. <laughs> rare, I rarely say that, but I think it's written pretty OK. <laughs> And with that writing, I mean, as you said, it's kind of a dark concept that has a lot of humor and and has a lot of, you know, you've you've taken it somewhere. What what do you hope that audiences get from this comic? Like, what is the takeaway for you? Um, And again, I know it's kind of just starting out and there's a lot more to go. So, I mean, maybe it's a down the line thing and not necessarily what we've seen so far. But yeah, I I don't. I don't know. Like there's not, (laughs) you know, I don't, I don't set out with like themes that I am looking to drive home. And like a lot of this stuff, like I figure it out as I'm working on it. So, I mean, this more than anything is just feels like, I don't know. It's, it's like a, 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 like a slightly snarky response to where we are as a society right now. Like, it's certainly not as bad as it is in crowded, but yeah. you know, we're not that far off. And, yeah. but you know, I also wanted to write a book where it's like, <clears throat> it's about the future and how technology screws stuff up, but it's <laughs> not a book about how technology is awful. Um, yeah. cause, cause I love technology and like, I stare at my phone all the time and I, I'm cool with that. <laughs> uh, you know, it's just, I guess my operating thesis for this book is that, you know, uh, you know, anything can be turned into a weapon. Um, and you know, so people, somebody out there is going to find a way to take the most beautiful thing in the world and learn how to, you know, uh, make it awful. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's why like, you know, uh, porn has always been like the great innovators of new technology. <laughs> like they were the first to take advantage of like DVDs and stuff. And, um, uh-huh. so, you know, I it's, did it's, not it's, know that. Learns, you learn something today on a, indie comics. I worked at a video <laughs> store at the time, so I was I was right there at the the front lines. With the, <laughs> the DVD sensation. My dad used to have laser discs. Oh, yeah. oh like I the remember record those. Version of, they were going to be real big, and they were mm-hmm. not. I mean, they physically were very big. Yeah, but, they were. Yeah, they, they were, were not huge. the sensation yeah. that everyone thought they'd be. <laughs> Although I watched Princess Bride and James Bond and Star Wars on Laserdisc many nice. times as a child. I never watched Laserdisc. It was always VHS and yeah. then DVD for me. Really missed out. Yeah, <laughs> Laserdisc was pretty amazing. <laughs> I wonder if there were Laserdisc porns. Question yeah, there. Yeah, there is. There is. <laughs> Jeff immediately. Why? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, excuse me. <laughs> Vintage. Yeah, Talk, well, there is. On the subject of porn. Um, <laughs> So, so this yeah. is a family friendly show, everybody. I hope you have your kids with you. No, exactly. Uh, on, on the on while we're talking about porn, who are your literary uh, influences, especially in this comic? In porn? Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Um, I was gonna say, wow, dude. <laughs> yeah, I. I'm really good at know. segues. <laughs> Master. Yeah, I, I don't know if I can point to any specific influences on this book. Like, or I would say, like, my biggest influence on this book is the movie Midnight Run. Hmm. Uh, oh, okay. Yes. Like, um, to the point where, like, I got uh, Roe and Ted to draw 
I sent them the, I have this one sheet from the movie and I got them to draw like the exact pose, except it's Charlie and Vita. Um, like this is like midnight run is one of my favorite movies of all time. I think it's like a sort of quintessentially perfect. Like this is what a buddy comedy can be. Um, so this is sort of like me getting my chance to, to do my perfect buddy comedy, but one that like, sort of means something i guess yeah like yeah. and it all depends on on who's reading it like <laughs> it'll mean something to somebody and to other people it'll just be a cool fun book uh so there, that's my hope are there any like references or anything in the comic book from midnight run uh i'm trying to think if i put anything I have put Midnight Run references in my comics, but I don't think I, <laughs> I don't think I put one. There's lots of Good Place references in the book. Yes. Oh, awesome! Um, good, love and, Good Place. And I believe uh, at least like two or three cast members from Brooklyn Nine Nine uh, are in the book as well. Yes, yes. <laughs> NBC Forever. <laughs> Except for that, I'm mad right now. If anyone's caught up on the Good Place, you know. Oh man. My heart's broken. It's fine. Everybody watch okay. we'll all fine. the shows. They're great. We'll be fine. Season season three, four, three, <laughs> whatever, Don. Um, so we have a question that we always ask people, and it's a terrible question. <laughs> and I'm going to let great. Tyler take it's, this, and he okay, always so, enjoys it. Oh, yeah. I'm really good at segues. So speaking of, uh, speaking of porn. Um, <laughs> We're just going to cut him entirely out of this podcast. Okay. Face palm. So again, this, this this question comes to everybody from uh, Joshua Williamson. Mm-hmm. Um, and His the, legacy. We always, you know, everybody always always talks about like their reviews and how, you know, how the good reviews they always get and how, you know, it's great and everything. But what is the, what's the worst review you've ever gotten? And it can be something that's funny or yeah. something you learn from or whatever. Whatever. Um, the worst review that you want to share. <laughs> like, 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 for example, mine is my mom's review is why, do, why the hell do you do this shit? And I, I, I yeah. yeah, I put it on a shirt that, too. That doesn't feel like a review to me though. Like that just feels like <clears throat> an attack. <laughs> yeah. Which is what parents are supposed to do. Um, from love. I don't know. Um, I don't, I don't tend to, I don't tend to read any reviews basically unless I get tagged into them on Twitter. Smart. Uh, I just find it's better for my mental health to just not care. Yeah. Um, and it's not that I don't care, but I figure like if somebody wants to talk to me about it, they know where to find me. Um, (laughs) I've met, I've marked out a particular circle in Twitter where you can come and you can fight me in the ring. (laughs) Yeah, but also like, you know, I I know that like what I do is not going to be for everybody. So I know and I'm fine with that. Like I, you know, uh, there are people that uh, other people swear by that just leave me cold. So um I can't – I mean, like, the first review I ever got in comics was a bad review. So I got it out of the way, like, right up yeah, front. Yeah, like, really strong like, okay. start. Yeah. And that guy, so, ha- that guy still has a broken jaw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember the, the website anymore. Um, well, we don't, but, give bad re- uh, we don't give bad reviews, so don't worry. I, it's fine if you do. I don't like, think that's like a good Like I said, like, it, yeah, it, we it, don't. It, <laughs> We're pop- I, I've – 
you know, I I've, I wrote for uh, Pitchfork for a time. I wrote for like comics journalism. Like yeah. I've given shitty reviews to things and kind of reveled in it. So I know how much fun it is. Like it's oh, way God. more fun to shit on a thing than it is to like praise it. See, I cause... feel like it's more fun to praise something. Yeah, I I, I, I agree. Like it was like I've been okay. Like oh, off subject. Like I've been like. Are you ever on subject? I've been like, yeah, that's true. I've been like, like harping on Kingdom Hearts three, and it's been heartbreaking because that's like my my favorite wow, thing in the world. Oh, really? I would not have later. guessed that, especially since last week, Tyler. <laughs> I know. So like, it's been and, and it's been heartbreaking because I always give positive things. That's the whole thing about the show is about positivity. We we ask this negative joke because or the negative question because a lot like usually it's really funny. Well, but, it's, um, it's funny or it's like you learn something from yeah, it. Yeah, true. You yeah. learn like as you're saying, don't read them. Guess what, people? You don't have to accept the negativity. You don't have to go out there and listen to what people are saying because at the end of the day, you're making this for you and you're making it for the people who are going to like it. Yeah, mom. And those people are out there. (laughs) Well, also, it's like I I come from a place where like I'm – you know, I'm sort of a natural self-loather, so I don't need help from outside sources (laughs) like – like, I already think that, like, half the things I do are terrible. So, like, if somebody comes along and says, this is terrible, I'm like, well, yeah, no shit. I, I could have told you that. Um, I was so. just thinking that. Which I will say in, in compliment, our, your comics are amazing. Yeah, also, if you all are on Twitter, follow this guy. Mm-hmm. Your interactions with Juliet. And also, my BFF, Lily, who super doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> but wow. she's in this comic, guys. It's really cool. Sweet. Nice. She's the love of my life. Everything's fine. <laughs> I just want everyone, all five people listening to this podcast, I want you to know Lily is the best. Yeah. All right, I'm done. <laughs> all righty. Next question. <laughs> but yeah, they're really, you guys are so fun and funny and like, it's just a good community. And and I think that's what's important is at the end of the day, you're going to get bad reviews. Things are going to happen. And uh, to reference a certain video game that Tyler and I are going to have to discuss after this. Yeah. Your friends are your power, guys. Your friends are your power. Yeah, I'm going to talk about Kingdom Hearts a lot for next (laughs) month. Alrighty. Now, we've looked at the end product of what you've done and everything. There's a lot of writing that goes on, and obviously with what you do. What do you do when you run across writer's block? Everybody runs across it, but what's your particular method? How do you go about... I hop to it. Especially for an ongoing series like this. I mean, there's a lot of... Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I I try to avoid it. Uh, (laughs) Like... So my my strategy is like I always have about um, seven or eight different things going on at the same time. So if I get stuck on something, then I have seven other alternates that I can jump to. And one of them is going to click for me like the whole. I feel like the biggest trick is you have to like keep your 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 fingers moving like you have to keep typing or you have to keep writing. Um, So. So, yeah, I set it up to where I have enough things going on that, like, if I am totally washing out on three of them, there's still four in the hopper that, like, and if nothing sticks there, then probably I need to go talk to my therapist and change my meds. So, um, but, yeah, sometimes it just sucks and uh, you can't, you know, you just don't, I my biggest problem is, like, I just hit these stretches where I don't want to write. It's not that I'm blocked. It's just like, oh, I just want to like not do anything for a weekend and see how that feels. Um, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I think it's just like you just 
power through it yeah. um, as much as it sucks. <laughs> no problem. All righty. Cool. Well, what uh, what can That's we expect answer. from you soon? Obviously, Crowded is ongoing. Yeah. Um, but what, what else are you working on? You said you have a few other projects going on. Anything you can tell us about? Um, sort of. I uh... <laughs> breaking news. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting vague. the inside scoop. You heard it here first, yep. folks. He's made a new yep. Superman. Yep. You're getting a live vague tweet. Uh, <laughs> Her I'm, favorite uh, I'm doing a book at uh, Vault. Mm. Um, a sort of sci-fi. It's not really a western, but it feels definitely inspired by westerns. Um, but it's sort of a uh, I don't know a weird, a very weird sci-fi book. I am reuniting with uh, Chris Visions, who I did Dead Letters with. Oh, cool! Does it um, feel so good? <laughs> sorry, I was making her really reunited. And it feels so good. Oh, it's lyrics. Thank sorry. you. I'm sorry. I apologize to everyone. Okay. <laughs> You're getting a thumbs uh, up from our crowd. <laughs> um. So yeah, we're we're working on a new creator own thing together, and then I've got I've got a bunch of uh, like things that I'm trying to get pitch pages together on, so I could start pitching that. Like, yeah, I got a lot going on it's just uh, a question of when it all comes out all right that's Very awesome cool. well we will keep uh keep looking out for you because it sounds like there's a lot of cool stuff coming oh yeah so <laughs> thank you so much for joining us and thank you to all five of you who are listening we really appreciate it hi mom <laughs> hi You're tyler's mom <laughs> <laughs> you can check out our other podcasts on itunes and all podcast apps and check out our website thegrandgeekgathering.com for our articles videos and more you can stay updated on our facebook twitter instagram and we stream on twitch uh, i know speaking about porn um... oh my god <laughs> tyler's fired i was gonna say i know that i promised you that tyler and i would be playing romance games in february We're gonna for valentine's it. day but he's abandoning abandoning me I can't I, even say I it. I have so things to do, but we will do it before Emerald <laughs> wow. City. Wow, priority. We will have it done after. We will drink wine and we will play romance games yeah. and it will be great. Not together on the video you know game, do, just to be clear. We can talk cleared. about our Valentine's Day on the stream. Yeah. Anyway. That means now I have to do something, so that'll be cool. Yeah. But anyways, we're going to do it. We promised. Sorry. We love you all. The intro is provided by Cranston, and you can buy Crowded. It's from Image Comics. You can go to imagecomics.com, order it at your local comic book shop. We're a few issues in, so you can check yeah. all of that out. It's a really, really cool comic. Or on Comixology, but we do prefer you do go to... You go know, to your shop. Yeah. Go, yeah. Support local businesses. So Get the, this The comic. trade comes out... Uh... Uh, March 20th. Oh, yeah, see? it does. Right around the corner, y'all. Right around WonderCon. Order it up. Put it on your pull list. Make it happen. Read this comic. Yeah. Thank you so much. Come and join the gathering. Have a great week. And GGG. Also, like and subscribe and all the stuff, please. Yeah. Please yeah. do it. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Chris. You're awesome. Thank you, you, you for amazing. joining us. Thank you for dealing and with we're me sorry. and my porn. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. We're going to take Tyler to some therapy for possibly a problem. It's going to be fine. Yeah, my segues. <laughs> well, that too. <laughs>